I've been told how big my head is. I've had the nickname Applehead. I've had the uh, nickname Big Head. What's a Big Head? All of it. Like, okay, I get it. Now, it doesn't bother me. It's whatever. My titties match now. <laughs> um, but growing up, that was the thing. But also, I'm always thinking about some shit. My mind is always running in different directions on things I could do, things I could create, places I could be, what I could do in my time. I'm never sitting still not doing anything. And I just believe that we allow ourselves to make mistakes and we can't get everything right the first time. To believe that you're going to get everything right the first time or your life is supposed to look like the next person's life is crazy to me. Everyone's manifestations and karma is colliding in this world. And that's why we're having the victories we're having. That's why we're having the issues we're having. And we are just in the mix. It's duck, duck, goose out here in this hole. And once you understand that, then you'll stop thinking all bad things are just happening to you. All good things are always going to happen to you. Because it's a wave. Life is a wave. Relationships are waves. Um, your work life, your career is going to be a wave. What you thought you were going to do for the rest of your life and make money, you probably don't even do anymore. And that's the reality of it. And sometimes what I think makes long-term sense doesn't make long-term sense. And other times it's just Chantal shit. And that's what I want to talk to y'all about. I want to talk to y'all about my tank head thoughts. Sometimes they go together and sometimes they don't, but at least they're my real authentic thoughts. Welcome to She Gets a Pod. Tuning into who I am was never an issue for me. My mom never like tried to limit how I think, what I do, how I create. My dad, I wasn't really around um past eight years old consistently like that for him to have an impression on how I thought and why I thought the way that I thought and what I wanted to do so there's no one I know personally like me a hundred percent and I appreciate the creator not clicking command and see because why would you want to duplicate me let me be me give me my space you know what I'm saying as we get older, I feel like responsibilities kick in. And when responsibilities as an adult kick in in life, it blocks off spaces of our pure imagination. And your pure imagination is how you stay in a childlike mind. Now, when I say staying in a childlike mind, I'm not saying be immature. I'm not saying don't go to work. I'm not saying have someone else pay your rent. I'm not saying um, have someone else wash your clothes. Someone else should have to raise your kids. You shouldn't have. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the creative part of your brain, the creative spaces that create newness and um, genuine ideas stems from your childlike space, your childlike mind. And you have to leave spaces for your imagination to grow and be free. And so for me, when I can't create what I want to, 
I feel like I'm suffocating. I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like um, I'm a puppet and I'm living life with other people. And it gets really stifling. So even though I might transition in what I do creatively, maybe from going to school for design to working in design spaces with people, learning, not working there, uh, moving into office spaces because... I feel like at a certain age, you shouldn't be still in retail. You shouldn't be still in sales. If you are creative and if you um, need to make things and you have the, the qualities to make and create, you should always make space to be able to make and create. Um. Yeah, I work a corporate job, but fuck that corporate job. I work it so I can pay my bills. I don't work it because I love it. You know, all it is is learning, holding in knowledge, using the knowledge, clocking the fuck out and saying fuck that job until 9 a.m. the next day. And I do it because that's how my kids eat and that's how I eat and that's how we survive for now. But eventually, I don't want that to be the case. I want... Well, how I invest my money, feed what I need in my life so I can do all of the things that I love only. And that is a goal that has always been my goal. And a lot of times in relationships, I met people where I saw what their life is going to be. And I had to imagine, okay, what would my life look like with them in it? And how can I help their life? And how can they help my life? And how can it be balanced if this is what they want to do? And a lot of times people have this um, stupid idea that all relationships end because of something horrible. A lot of relationships just get to a point where it's not growing because your lies are growing in two different directions. And there's nowhere, there's no space to make it mesh. You know what I'm saying? And, um, a lot of times you can care for a person, you can love a person, but they don't understand you. They don't have the capacity to have empathy for people in the way that you need them to have empathy for people, even though they grew up different from you. And because they grew up a certain way, they lack the ability to respect another person's perspective because they're so stuck in their lane. And, uh, to me, that's a turnoff. (laughs) And I've been with um, a couple of men who really get stuck in the way they see it all the fucking time. And I just couldn't imagine myself building with someone like that um, without the arguing, without the... Instead of me doing the thing that I need to do, I got to constantly explain why I'm doing the thing that I need to do. And um, you have to be honest with yourself when you see shit like that. You don't have to wait for the problem to come. In order to make a decision, sometimes you I've seen everything I need to see. We're good here. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it is that. And um, up close, they might not understand it. Like, you know, everything was cool. We never really had no problems. I just don't know what happened. It's just like, she was just like, nah. Sometimes that's how it is. And with men too. Some men know like... I care about you. You're cool. You didn't do anything bad to me. I just don't see how 
the things that I want and the things that you want will work out in the future the way that we both want it. And I wish more people will respect people enough to be honest about the fact that this is not going to grow in the way that we're thinking if we really truly look at it for what it is. And when when I feel like I'm suffocating because I can't create properly and people around me don't understand that I need that space to create, it turns into frustration. It turns into anger. It turns into defiant. Um, a defiant attitude. Um, and it's not because I want to be, it's because like, I need space for me to release this. You know, like how men need to release. I need space to release that. And a lot of people just feel like, why you can't just stay at this job, work this job until you're 60, then retire, and then you could do whatever you want. Fuck that. Who told you you was going to make it to 60? Who told you you was going to make it to 50? Who told you you was going to make it to 40? A lot of people have this mindset that they've been working at this job for so long. They've been doing right by this job for so long. They would never lay me off. They would never fire me. They would never close their doors. Um, Nothing's going to happen to me. I'm invincible. I'm going to keep putting money in this 401k that I probably won't even be alive to touch. By the time I have to retire. And the reality is there is no fucking social security for us. Our social security is dependent on how we prepare now. What we're going to have in order to survive and pay for food, clothing, um, doctors, uh, our mortgage, rent, um, going on vacation with our kids, taking care of our health. Is dependent on how we handle our money now. It's a financial responsibility that a lot of people are not seeing that needs to be done now. If I'm 36 right now, in another 10 years, boom. In another 10 years, boom. Like, it's closer than I think. It's closer than you thought. There are some 45-year-olds not prepared for when they turn 50. There are some 50-year-olds not prepared on where they're going to live next year. Like, this is real shit. People are really out here struggling. So knowing yourself and knowing your personality and know what's needed on your plate is super important. And also understanding that everybody's not going to be able to show up for you in that space. I definitely have a personality that requires space for me to be my full self and disengage with people. And it's rare that you find people who understand and respect the fact that, yeah, I'm not coming. I'm not going to take this call. I see your text. I'll text you back. But I cannot sit on the phone with you for two hours. I cannot come out with you tonight just because you want to have a good time. I do not want to stay a weekend with you and your group of friends. Like, that's real shit. And a lot of times, me being a homebody is because my home gives me peace. A lot of people live in a home that does not bring them peace. And I feel sorry for them, but there's a way for you to create that if you want that. Now, let's move on. Learning to decipher what I need and what I don't need is very important for me. 
having an unrealistic perspective about myself as a creative is a must because in order to create something that is not here, something that is not tangible yet, you have to be able to imagine it being real. And sometimes because no one ever has done it, it looks like delusion. It looks like, are you insane? But if you can facilitate what it's going to take to make this be visual, to make this be audio, to make this be something you can touch, something you could smell, something you can eat, it can be done. The creator will not give you a thought that you cannot pursue and reveal to yourself and to everyone else's eye. You got to believe in yourself enough to make things real. Normal is always past tense because what a mass group of people are doing now, that's the norm. This whole, everybody's doing anal. What do you mean you don't do anal? Anal's a thing now. Have you tried it with this? People are trying to make anal a norm for everybody. And the reality is anal is not something that's a norm for everybody. This whole um, generation that want to spit in each other's mouth. What At what time? When did that become something intimate? When was your last dental appointment? Do you have gingivitis? Am I the only um, pussy you've had today? Like, there's a lot of factors that go into somebody spitting in your mouth. But again, I digress. <laughs> so, yeah, I have... I have to be comfortable about being my type of weird. I got to be comfortable in saying and talking about the things that I say. Because for a lot of people, they think things, but they don't share things because they don't want people to really know how they think or what they feel or what they believe because they're so focused on how I'm going to be perceived by somebody else. Fuck that shit. Be yourself. Be your true self. People are battling their inner demons because they are scared to be their true selves because of who's going to have an opinion about it. Moving on. More Tankhead thoughts. After this message. This table topic question time. I picked two questions from the cards and um, I answer them. So... Let's go. All right, y'all. I got two Table Topics cards. If you want to get your own stack, you can on tabletopics.com. Use my code CHAMBYPODDEN in all caps to get 15% off. All right. The first card says, if our government knew that a deadly virus had entered the country, should they tell the public or keep it quiet to prevent panic? Listen, come close. We've been there. We see what they did. We see what they're doing. And they always gonna dot their eyes and cross their T's before telling the public what's really going on. So we don't need to talk about that. That's done. All right. Next question: What program would you like to see started in your community to help at-risk youth? I would like to see youth shelters 
in every community. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. In a 40 mile radius of each other. And I would like for in those youth centers for there to be shop classes where people who have a trade can go in and volunteer to teach these youth people a trade because I feel like we're going to lose a lot of trades done by human beings because people don't think that's a cool thing to do. Yeah, I would like to see that. Just so y'all know, a great way to support podcasters is simple. It's about finding out what else they're into. A lot of podcasters are not backed by a major company giving them opportunity after opportunity and giving them millions of dollars. But shouts out to them. For the indie podcasters, the ones that do it from the ground up themselves or with a small team, we need support. And the way that we can support a podcaster like myself and others is by finding what else they're into. If you go to shambypodden.com, you will find that I'm also providing help to other people who want to podcast or, you know, fine-tune their podcast to figure out how to go ahead and market it on different platforms because I truly believe that podcasting is 20% of podcasting, actually physically doing the episode, and the rest is marketing and, and content and research and getting to a new audience while keeping your consistent audience with you. And the way that you can support me is either by buying a book for yourself or someone else that's in podcasting or buying some merch on She Gets It Shop with Teespring. That'll support me. That'll support the show. Dropping a review and letting other people know your thoughts on the podcast, where to find the podcast. Reviewing and sharing a post that I post. A lot of people like to sit and just let me follow this page. That's just not active supporting. That is just like, let me just watch what they're doing. Actively supporting someone is watching them consistently show up and actually reposting and sharing and letting your audience know that, hey, this person over here exists. They're dropping something good. I enjoy it. Check it out for yourself. Every time someone supports me, I appreciate it because you don't have to. I really created this podcast out of nothing, out of thin air. And I'm so glad I'm at 20 seasons. And I want to thank you guys for supporting me. Continue to support. And I'll continue to keep giving you content. Now back to the show. I think out of like um, ego and pride, we really believe we always have time. But there are so many questions I wish I knew at the time to ask my dad to learn about him, to understand him a bit more. But I didn't because I was too young. And um, so many questions I now have to ask my grandfather, my mom's dad. Um, But time is so fucking borrowed, you know. 
in uh, I did my college thesis on my grandfather's life. And I remember he was fixing my aunt's closet at the time. And I sat in that closet with him and I just asked him questions and I listened and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And I wish I still had it, but um, my brother had lost a lot of my things by doing something stupid when I after I graduated. So I lost a lot of items that I don't have anymore, but that was in it. But I just remember that, you know, he only had a sixth grade education, but he made a life for himself and his kids. And he had 12 kids. And I just remember his mannerism being very gentle and patient and consistent. And he was hardworking and um, devoted to going to church, you know, bus, ride, walk. He was going to church and... um to have someone that disciplined and uh, who knows what he felt, the fact that he only had a sixth grade education, you know, watching people be able to do more or have more or rely on more. But he had a confidence that you couldn't tell him he couldn't, you know what I'm saying? So just remembering that keeps me very, um, very much in a position of seizing my day each day which I feel like that's why I do a lot of things in my day that's why my hands is in a lot of projects because I don't want to feel like I had the space to um, take on an opportunity and I didn't take it on over the years I've also watched my mom herself on the back burner of what she wanted to do in life and through different discussions that we've had she's mentioned you know how she wanted to go to school to be a nurse to take care of babies and um how she wanted to do this and she wanted to do that but she didn't get to do that and she ended up doing this instead and she ended up getting stuck here and her boys were in Jamaica and she really didn't want to keep her boys in Jamaica and I all of these missteps and uh, opportunities missed. And when you're around my mom, you wouldn't get that. When you're around my mom, you wouldn't think that she's sick. You know, when you're around my mom, you wouldn't get um, this feeling of someone being uh, bitter about the things she didn't get to do in life because she's not that, you know, and it takes a very um, patient, grateful, caring person to put yourself to the side for so long and miss a lot of opportunities you want for yourself. And I just love the fact that now she's comfortable enough to do her own thing, be where she wants to be, not have an explanation for anybody. And... I just want to remind people not to give decades to people who would never reciprocate the care and love that you exude. Because you are going to be the only one left with missteps. You're going to be the only one left with the feeling of missed opportunities that you did not get to fulfill. And everyone that got to use you, uh, got better because of you, 
uh, got further in life because they had your help, because they had your care, because they had your patience, because you were willing to show up for them when they had nobody else. It's rare that they reach out to see if you need something to see um, what they can do for you. It's kind of like, okay, I got that done. That's out the way. Now I'm good now. I don't I don't need you type of stuff. And just remember to take care of yourself. Um, this is another thing. Please do not put energy into what you're against. Put more energy into what you are for. Today, a lot of people can bond over, I would never do this, or I would never let somebody do that. Oh, I hate X, Y, and Z. I can't stand da 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 da. We bond today over more negativity than we do positivity. And that has to stop because we can't be out here pushing hate to come together. We can't be out here um, pushing um, trauma or, well, I'm a bigger victim than you because this happened to me. Well, this ain't happened to you, did it? Yeah, that happened to me, and I'm still struggling, and I still don't have, like, we got to tap into what we can do. And we got to tap into what we can create that other people can't, and we have to feed it. We can't keep feeding each other negativity and wondering why we're not getting better while we eat. We have to start embracing our differences and love who we are and teach people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. That's it. I don't have to sit on a mic because I have a podcast and talk about what type of characteristics in men that I hate. That's counterproductive. If I don't want to bring energy from characteristics that I don't like, I'm not going to keep talking about it. I'm not going to speak on it. If I if there's things that people do that I don't want in my life, I'm not going to keep speaking on it. I'm not going to keep pointing it out. Just like men, if there are women that you do not like, characteristics of women that you do not like, stop pointing them out. Stop talking about them. You're bringing that energy to yourself. Focus on women you do like. Focus on characteristics in women you do like. Um, what type of woman you imagine for yourself. Why you love your mother. Why you love your grandmother. How did your mother show up for you? How did that make you a better man? Like, There's so many ways we can flip this men versus women stuff, but... So many people would rather take the shortcut and pride themselves on how bad they talk down a man, how bad they talk down a woman. Because the reality is, in this motherfucking AI world that we headed into, that we're in right now, we're going to need each other more than ever. These companies don't give a shit about you. They laying off people left and right. And when you go home, do you want to go home to your computer? Do you want to go home to your smart house? Do you want to go home to a human being that'll embrace you with a hug? 
a human being that will understand you need a moment or you need a foot massage, a human being that can laugh with you for real, can show emotions with you for real, can listen to you for real. Like we're going back to a village mindset, a village concept of living because tech is pushing people out of businesses. Tech is pushing people out of jobs. Everybody's not great on computers. Everybody's not great in uh, customer service. Everybody's not great at uh, troubleshooting uh, computers. Everybody's not great at mechanics. So we're going to have to find a, a way to make a different type of bread and butter for each other. Everybody's not a doctor. But you have to figure out, okay, if these jobs and these type of positions are leaving us, how can I adapt? What position is that going to put me into? What position is that going to put my family into? So take your time and let people figure their shit out. And you take your time and you figure your shit out. And you don't deal with anyone until you figure your shit out. A lot of people have this crutch mindset where because you can only have two hands and one foot, I'm going to get a whole other person to to lean on them instead of allow myself to heal so I can use both my feet. And and that's the thing that we got to get out. Like I understand sometimes people need help, but you also have to understand if I'm broken, if I need to heal... And I pursue this person that's trying to build themselves up, put themselves in a better position. Would me not taking my personal time to heal interfere with their goals and their plans at this time? And the answer is always yes. And so a lot of times people have to choose, do I want to be selfish and push myself in this person's life and make them feel obligated to help me? Or do I want to wait? And take care of myself and make sure I'm in a better position to be able to stand tall next to them and help them pursue their goals while I pursue mine. And it's a choice. It's a choice to either use people or build with someone. It's a choice to guilt somebody or manipulate somebody into doing for you or genuinely be willing to reciprocate that if they needed it. And a lot of people are not willing to reciprocate the same energy that someone else is putting into them and their world. And that's the honest truth about it. So when it comes to these tank head thoughts, these are just some of the things that go through my mind on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. When I'm driving and I'm listening to music, I'm troubleshooting my thoughts. I'm being at peace in my mind. I could call somebody up and vent about whatever my problems are, but I don't like to sit and talk about problems unless I got solutions. And I'm not going to sit and talk to people who can't help me bring about solutions that's counterproductive. I don't like to sit on the phone unless I have a purpose of why I'm on the phone. Tankhead thoughts. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I'm not everybody. Some people want to sit on the phone and talk shit. That's not me. I don't care. I don't even know who you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, tankhead thoughts. Just some of the things I be thinking about. 
I appreciate y'all sitting here listening to me blab, listening to me talk. I hope you can take something great away from this. Don't forget to drop a review on your favorite podcast app. Maybe it's Apple, maybe it's CastBox, maybe maybe it's um, iHeartRadio, maybe it's Amazon, maybe it's Red Circle, maybe it's uh, Radio Public. I don't know, but drop me a review because I appreciate it. Peace. Damn, she fucking gets it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.